Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. I sell blue Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And before we go any further, huge thanks, praise, congratulations to the wonderful, the marvellous Lisa Rabinowitz, who stood in for the last few weeks while I've been away. So Lisa Rabinowitz did a fantastic job. Let's hear it for Lisa. <laughs> and she is one of my guests. Great job in the chair. Thank you very much. You, you prefer to be back in that chair, would Definitely. you say? Definitely. <laughs> it's great to have you back. Thank you very much, Lisa. Genuinely, great job. Um, the other guests, uh, the ever-entertaining Tony Newgrosh. Good evening. How are you, Tony? Very well, thank you very much. You're looking very happy. I can't imagine why. Quite weak, mate. Quite weak. <laughs> what, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we shall find out. And, and a debut, making his debut, is, uh, is Yogi. Good evening. How are you? I'm not too bad. Now, we go back a long way. We would call you Yogi, um, for, for, because you've always been Yogi as far as I, I think we've known each other about 40 years. We Something like that, yes. A long time. So, uh, back in our cricketing days. Indeed. At Cheadle Cricket Club there in Cheshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always, when we have new people on the show, Yogi, sort of talk about earliest memories. You're obviously a fanatic blue, have been all your life. Mm-hmm. So earlier, do you remember the first game you went to? I presume it was Main Road somewhere. The first game's Main Road, I think, 1971. Uh, FA Cup third round against Wigan, who were then non-league, and it was one nil City, and amazingly the scorer was uh, Tony Book, which I think was one of his very few. <laughs> didn't score many. Didn't score many. No. Uh, and over the years, obviously that was not a bad side, but just coming out of the end of the sort of the league. Yeah, the, the, I, I, one that... I vaguely remember the the that, that that side. I mean, I was only seven or eight when I went to my first game. I do remember the the '69 Cup final. Yeah. I don't really remember the 68 league-winning side. And then obviously Cup Winners' Cup and League Cup in 17 yeah. and so on. So, so they were just coming out at the end of that. Yeah. But sort of favourite players of that era, who were you kind of uh, your early heroes? Colin, Colin Bell. Yeah. Obviously Colin Bell, yeah. Mike Summerby. Uh, nothing unusual. Nope. <laughs> nothing unusual there. Absolutely. Um, and then the, the, sort of the, the team as it moved on... The, 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 
carried on being quite successful and then it all went horribly wrong and it's more the horribly wrong that I, I really remember rather than the uh, and we've all the been good, there the good we've side. all done that and you, and you remember that team, Tony, because I suppose that's kind of when you started uh, Indeed, watching as well. Indeed, one of my earliest memories is uh, Colin Bell's comeback game. I don't know if anyone else was, mm, yeah, I was there. Game. Yes. E- it was the evening game, wasn't it, I think? I think it? so. He nearly yeah. scored with his first touchdown. They headed it just over the bar. But I've never heard a roar like that when he walked on the pitch. That really got to But me. he was never the same. He, walked, he kind of ran out with a limp, didn't he? <laughs> he? He was genuinely, he was kind of limping and it was kind of, it was really sad to see because he was never the same player. No, he, he really wasn't, wasn't sadly. He was, uh, we're not bothered about your first game, Lisa. To be honest, we've we've asked you years ago. You're now a you're now an established member of this team. We're not interested. Okay. But you well, you were not born till 2010 or something. Oh, anyway, oh yeah, so, yeah, so that's right. Be, 2010. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, what, where are we going to start? Well, b- before we start, um, I've got to sort of pay the wages, really. So, so the Man City show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Bet five pounds, get twenty pounds. If you deposit five pounds, Ladbrokes will add another twenty to your account. And you can get this over by following the link at bet.citypodcast.net. Uh, so there you go. That should pay a few wages. Uh, listen, where do we start? Um, we've got two games to look back on, and I think probably we should start with the Champions League, actually, which is literally fresh in our memory uh, from last night. Napoli. Pep did describe them as one of the best teams I have ever played. Um, his words today in the press conference, or was it last night after the game? I'm not entirely sure. But the top of Serie A. They've won their first eight games, scoring 26 goals. That's 13 straight wins, if you include last season as well. And it was our 10th win in a row. So, so you know, Tony, just, just starters there. You know, who would have thought, we'd be talking about the nightmare that uh, Yogi and we've all been through after that sort of wonderful early 70s, late 60s run and the deep depression to be now playing Napoli in the Champions League with that record and putting in a performance or certainly the first half hour like that it was oh, magical wasn't it? Phenomenal and I think what was pleasing for me is we've been steamrolling teams that's, that's great good to watch but we really had to dig in second half and we saw a different side of the team and they, they passed with flying colours really I mean 2-1 yeah it was pretty tight in the end but we didn't really look like throwing it away apart from the odd penalty but Great team performance, battling. No, really proud of the lads last night. They dug deep. What, what particularly pleased you, Lisa, about the performance last night? I think it was that they, especially at the back, Stones and Otamendi, I thought were excellent because I think what happened to me, the second half, they looked a bit tired. There were some loose passes. So the second half wasn't wonderful, but we kept going. Um, and where they didn't, where the people didn't, Really, we couldn't afford for them to make mistakes. They didn't. I mean, yeah, apart from the penalties being given away. Um, I, I think sometimes we, we all get carried away. Well, not sometimes, at the moment, we're all getting carried away with all the forward play. And I think what Stones and Otamendi have been doing is actually going a bit unnoticed. And yesterday, I think it was more noticeable. And also Edison. But we've said in previous shows, and certainly last season, we weren't sure. Is it because defensively we were poor, we had ageing full-backs, or was it because we weren't taking our chances? But we seem to be taking our chances, scoring goals, um, and also, as Lisa says, defensively very strong. It's kind of all parts of the pitch. We, we're, we're a step up from last season, for oh, sure, definitely aren't we? a step up from last season. I mean, Pepe does like a superlative, doesn't he? I mean, for somebody who's done a, been in a few El Clasicos, to say this is the best side he's ever played against... Um, Bit suspicious, but uh, no, it was. I mean, after last year, we've had games like last last year where we we shot out the out the gate, go two 0 up, even three 0 up, and then it just goes. At least this time, we we hung on. We didn't just fold, and the defence just falls to pieces. So, yeah, I think that that was the fact. The fact that 
it wasn't so much the start, which was basically a carry on from the, 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 the Saturday, weekend, yeah. but it was the fact that we then, once they started fighting back, we didn't just fold without and without company, which is. Well, we, we might well come back to that. Before we get on to company and talking about the people who were on the pitch, we've got to spend a bit of time with our new keeper because last season we talked about Bravo quite a bit and we were all very surprised and we had huge debates about Hart and, and versus... I mean, Hart's just you know, gone now. You know, it, it's history. Great servant. We love Joe Hart. But actually, this guy is a shot stopper and his distribution is awesome as well. He's got everything, hasn't he's, he? He's a beast. He's phenomenal, isn't he? He gives so much confidence. It's all very well saying the defenders have improved 100%. But you do improve when you know there's somebody behind you who might actually save a shot. We no longer have a false number one playing for us. He is, <laughs> he is brilliant. And his distribution, I mean, I've never seen anyone throw a ball so far in all my life. He is just phenomenal. He's not put a foot wrong for me yet. And long may it continue. I... I I really don't want to go on and on about the whole Bravo situation. but Please do. The, it's half, a podcast. Okay. Um, I, I still think our biggest problem last season was not taking our chances. I don't think anything I've seen this season has changed my mind about that. Um, and half the defence has changed. So it's not just about the goalkeeper. However, Edison, I, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Edison is phenomenal. Looks, I, I mean, just to think that no one really even knew who he was beforehand. Um, I, it's just incredible. I've never seen anything like it. And, and they're all Yorkshiremen, this defence as well, which yeah. I just, you know, I think we know that, which, which worries me a bit. As a, as a born and bred Lancastrian and a proud Mancunian, I'm a bit worried that we've got all these Yorkshiremen at the back, but it seems to be working, doesn't it? I mean... Well, it's nice to have all, all those English players across the, across the back when, when we've been accused of just, by, you know, we're all foreign team, and to have a, you know, the, An the, English the heart three. of the English defence as our defence I think is, is good but it's more than that isn't it the whole but culture I, of the team has changed yeah. you know I mean Stones is like Johan Cruyff <laughs> in his prime Otamendi <clears throat> is like Philip Albert in his, <laughs> in his pomp isn't he they're, they're just the, some of the distribution out the back was well, just phenomenal well, yeah. Fabian Delph he's the new Delphinio cliche Delphinio <laughs> Yeah. If you talk about Otamendi, though, remember that first 20 minutes against Liverpool? <laughs> yes. But that's the difference, isn't it? He's not diving in now, yeah. isn't he? Because he knows he can't... Oh, well, I'll, I'll try and tackle because mm. I can't catch and it. And that formation didn't help him against mm. Liverpool. But mm. it, it's the at- I just think yesterday what you could see, see in the attitude of the players as well, even though, like I said, I think they did look a bit tired and there were some mistakes creeping in. They just didn't... They just kept going. Whatever it took, they did keep going. And that you can see the amount of effort and energy that they are putting into every performance. But it's interesting that Pep, unlike last season, where he seemed to be trying different formations, we've had an unchanged side for like mm. three games on the trot, I think, pretty much. And, and he doesn't, you know, he knows what his best formation is now. And he's, he's not changed the side at all. And, and I suppose they're entitled to, to be tired, aren't they? You know, they've had a, a trip. They've, a lot of them have been on international duty. They've come back. We're in three competi- four competitions. So, you know, we've got a League Cup match coming up as well next week as well so they, these fixtures will start sort of you know it, it, it listen it's great to see can I, can I throw one other name out which has been you know people are talking about he's now the best player in the world and, and, and you started it you did Tony with all your superlatives you talk about Pep and his superlatives I think Tony Newcross has got onto one but uh, let's talk about the great the wonderful Kevin De Bruyne and, 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 and you can start because he has absolutely sparkled hasn't he this year it's just unbelievable I, I, 60 million pound the, reject well that's just ridiculous but he's he just 
and I think with him, the big difference from last season, if if you want to see an example of the the effort and the the work rate, have, having changed this season, he is a a very very good example. He is constantly if he even slightly makes a mistake, he chases back to to sort it out. He's on the end of any mistake any opposition player makes. And his passing, I just, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I thought Torre was good yeah. in the accuracy of his pass. But De Bruyne is just something else. Your view on De Bruyne? Oh, he's just incredible. I mean, there's the one, the pass last night was, was fantastic. In the Napoli, in the, the Napoli. Napoli game, the, the two from Saturday for Jesus and Sané, that was just unbelievable. A mathematician couldn't, yeah. couldn't have worked it out better, yeah. could they? As somebody said, I think he, in the I press. think he's, he, he's better being more more centre. He's got more control, and he's he's now the main man more so than Silver, and and that that, that works for him rather than having him wide. Where you see he can still play the passes from wide, which is what he does. But he isn't just doing that. He's got a lot of different assets, and he's got more people to pass to. I think now that you've got the you've got. Uh, Walker and uh, Adel for the moment, or it was Mendy. You look at the difference in them and Zaba, bless him, fantastic, and Clichy or Alex. But they went, they could bomb on, but not in quite the same way. I mean, look at that. When Walker, for the first goal on Saturday, the speed Walker went by, and he just gives him so many options, but he always seems at the moment he's just taking the right one. Okay, I can see that smile, Tony, just comes across you. Just the very thought of <coughs> that Belgian masterclass that we've seen the last, the last, well, the whole of the season, really. Yeah, I think Lisa wants to marry him, and well, I do too, actually. He's just <laughs> tell my and husband he's, that, yeah, <laughs> and he's he's just he's down to earth. He's modest. He's a team player, and if you look at the goals he created on Saturday, two of them were because he tracked back and won the ball back. You yeah. know, he's not just a player who likes to show off and do the fancy things. He works so hard for that team as well. He's just brilliant. Well, he's got a bit of uh, attitude as well. If we if we sort of uh, got home and, and put the telly on, and, and I saw him having a bit of a row at half time, and uh, yes. I thought that uh, our skipper actually handled that with great maturity mm. as well, didn't he? I mean, Silver got in there mm. and, and and took no shit. He was saying, yeah. you know, just come away, and yeah. and actually diffused what looked like a potentially quite a serious situation. He was not happy. I guess it was the fourth official, and he was angry about the caution or something. I don't mm. quite know. Exactly yeah, what, why he was so upset about it, but uh, but I thought Silver actually did a good job. Well, it's, didn't a, he? it's a good thing he did. You don't want him doing a Jerry Barton and getting well, himself exactly. sent off at half time, do you? Exactly. So, that yeah. worked quite well last time, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we don't mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we don't have John Mack in these days. We, so were, you don't th- know. we were three nil down at the time, yeah. of course, when that one last time happened. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Tottenham Hotspur in the Cup. You may remember many years ago away at uh, at White Hart Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into trouble um, a season or so ago when I described, I'm going to put it back on the table again, and even in those early days, I said then that Kevin De Bruyne was very much in the mould of Colin Bell. And people kind of said, it's too early, it's too soon, you don't know what you're talking about, but you know what, I'm going to put that back on the table, and and only two of you actually Mm -hmm. saw the great Colin Bell, sadly probably not in his prime, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, I did. I had the pleasure of, of seeing them both play. And I have to say, the more I see him, he looks like him. And I think he is beginning now to sort of show signs of that sort of quality. And that's the biggest compliment I could give anybody. Yeah, difficult to compare different eras, isn't it? But Always. Colin Bell, Nijinsky, box-to-box player, 
Um, I'd, I'd like to see the two of them in the team, with maybe Paul Lake on the bench as well, but <laughs> all phenomenal players. Yeah. I think Bonnie is just, yes, it is a good comparison. Although, with the proviso, remember Michael Johnson was the new Colin Bell. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. But mm, I'm not sure he's quite in the same, no, in the same bracket. <laughs> so he, but, no, he but yes, the way he's playing now, and it's just the, the engine on him, the accuracy, and it's just the vision. And yeah. it, and he, listen, he's got some great players playing around him, yeah. as, as Colin Bell had, of course, mm. and you, you've mentioned some of them already, um, obviously. Um, can we talk about one or two others as well? Because um, the boy Sterling has found some form, and is that people have said that's Pep. You know, he's taken him under his wing. Um, he didn't have a great season his first season. Um, he's a different player, and he's finding the back of the net. Is it, is it eight he scored this season, I think, Sterling? Yeah, eight. So you know, it's, not, it's not a bad return, is it, from the boy who found it quite hard to find the net last season? I think he's definitely improved and he's, look, you can't fault him. He's in the position to score the goals. He's finding himself in the right place. And he, I think he does hugely benefit from being in team with the very, very, very talented players he has around him. And it's not that I think he's a bad player, but if we got Sanchez, for example, who would lose his place, it would probably be Sterling. So, you know, it's... it's I, I, it's not a criticism of Sterling because he's doing a very good job for us and I think he has improved and he does look like he's learning and from those around him and from Pep. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not about to sit here criticising Sterling right now. Anything to add on Sterling particularly, Gents? I think, I think when, when he, when I thought when he first came from Liverpool, he, he almost said, I know he'd been playing with you know, a, a good Liverpool side and with Suarez, but he seemed a bit overawed particularly playing with Silva and Aguero, that he, was, he, he didn't want to do something on his, on his own. He was always first to give it back to them or often give it to Kolarov, who <laughs> seemed, to, <laughs> seemed to have him under control. But, but now he seems to have moved a pep. I think it's a pep thing he has, has moved him on. and He's, 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 he's a different sort of player. And he, 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 his goal scoring used to be an issue. The, he had got a lot of chances. He'd get in the right place... And then he'd miss it. And now he seems a bit more, a bit sharper. And yeah. He's still scuffing them in a bit, isn't he? But it's definitely an improvement. He's scuffed in eight, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, actually, if you look at them. Um, but no, he's doing I think the right been thing. a bit harsh. Come on, what, what don't you harsh. like about Sterling? Well, I, I, it was interesting. Last night, he, was, he broke down the right wing and he had the opportunity to cross. And you thought, if that was De Bruyne, that foot would have been on Jesus's foot. It would have been in the back of the net. And he crossed it and the defender just cut it out. Look, to compare anyone to De Bruyne is probably a bit harsh at the moment, but he's, he's not quite the finished product. But yes, he's, he's got eight goals. So you can't argue with that. He's not even playing centre-forward, so exactly. long may it continue. And talking about the, the centre-forward, Gabriel Jesus, I think he actually is potentially going to beat Eric Brooks' record before Aguero does. <laughs> because, no, seriously, he scored or been involved in 21 goals in 20 games. That's 15 goals and six assists. It's not a bad return, is it, for the young lad? So he's only been here five minutes. 20, 20 games. 20, 21 goals he's been involved in in 20 games. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm we like him. Mind, yeah, he had a serious injury. Do you like him or do you not like him? Oh, Sterling, you don't like good. Sterling. I, oh, you I like don't him. like Sterling. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. But no, he's done phenomenal. I say, you know, he came back from a broken metatarsal and normally it takes time, doesn't it? But he just hits the ground running every time. Fan of yours? Do you want to marry him as well or just a broider? Uh, well, you know. I don't know. There's a long list, right? Right now? No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, he's he's brilliant as well. He's a little bit young for me. Let's be honest. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the starting eleven 
Uh, all my statistics I've dug out here. I've had a few days to think about this. 26 years and 73 days. And, and we talked about some of the team members we had last year yeah. and, and this sort of step. It's not only just a step up in quality. It's a much younger side as well, isn't it? And it seems a fitter side and it seems a stronger side and we move them all quicker and all the things that Pep's wanted to do. And so, and this age thing must be, I think, have, be a factor. Yeah, I think, I think that they've, <coughs> they, they've, they seem to have bought into the, the Pep way. If you, if you, and they're now like when they I know there was a nearly a problem playing out from the back last night but they seem to be doing it as if they believe in it whereas last year they were doing it because they've been told to do it yeah. and and you know say I'm talking about I'm not criticising Zabaleta or Clichy but they're just they were getting you're not allowed to do that to Zabaleta on this show. No, I'm, I'm no, not. I'm, I'm, certainly, sure, I'm just certainly not. <laughs> there will be no criticism of Pablo Zabaleta so not, on the show. You're new to this show. It I'm, is your debut. I'm just making it very clear to all the listeners, nobody will have a go about Pablo Zabaleta on this show. Yeah. Do you understand? Right. So, Gil Clichy and Alexander Kolarov <laughs> didn't seem to buy, <laughs> buy into, the, uh, <laughs> into the passing it out. They, they, were, they were desperate to uh, lump it up. But I think now, and it just seems to be a togetherness. I mean, it's easy when you're winning. That's sure. that is the problem. But it's playing from the back. I mean, it, it, I think we are going to get into trouble, aren't we? I mean, it look, it's amazing when it works. You know, when we have sort of 47 passes and we score a goal that started with the keeper. But we are going to get caught out occasionally doing it, aren't we? Yeah, and I think we can live with that if it's occasionally. Exactly. Uh, last season it was virtually a goal a game, wasn't it? Yeah. But uh, now my criticism last year of Pep was he seemed to be imposing a system, as you say, that the players weren't comfortable. Even Sam Allardyce knew you played to your players' strengths. Whereas now... We all believe, don't we? The yes. players, the fans, it just looks so right and so comfortable. And bless St. Zabber, I suspect he's, you know, wasn't quite for him, but we look great now. We started with the Champions League, and we'll take a break in a second. But, but Lisa, can we win the Champions League, realistically, when you've seen those sort of performances? Top of, top of the group, yes. haven't lost yet. We could, couldn't we? Yes. Feasibly. This is the season we could do it. Absolutely. We can win everything. We could. That's easy. We can win nothing. No, I, I, do, I, I think we absolutely can win the Champions League and I don't think anyone would want to play us. Um, people would be terrified of, of playing us at the moment, I would have thought. All right, well, let's take a quick break and we'll be straight back after this. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Uh, so we've done Napoli in the Champions League. Let's let's talk about the small matter of Manchester City 7, Stoke City 2. And the two were an own goal and a deflected shot as well. So it was kind of... Yes, they had one shot on target, if you look at the stats. Mm, exactly. Quite impressive, that score two from that. You know, and people might say, well, Stoke, not particularly strong side. <sighs> yeah, but to put, this is the Premier League. This is one of the most difficult leagues in the world. And we've put seven goals past a side who are not not the worst side in the league by some margin yeah we lost 1-0 to them a couple of seasons ago and drew 0-0 last season so it's progress isn't it <laughs> so what, what's changed what, let's try and sort of we, let's talk about the Premier League and, and this is not the first time we've scored you know, more than a handful mm. this season uh, and we've talked about those or you've talked about those on previous shows we are scoring at will you know, going forward we do look phenomenal we look completely unbeatable so, so what is it that's changed? I'll just try and get under the skin a bit and understand, you know, what is it that's happened? Um, what are the key ingredients, Lisa, for I this? just think that they 
firstly they're used as we was just saying before they're more used to playing the way Pep wants to play they are clearly used to playing with each other more I just think last season I know it, it was quite frustrating at times when it didn't seem to be working and everyone was just like oh just go back to playing the way we used to it's much better but this it gave it gave the opportunity for them to just start to get used to it and this season I think we're seeing the rewards of that I think um Sané last season I suppose towards the end of last season he was much better but the beginning of the season he when he first started coming after he was injured he he didn't look that great uh, just the improve all of them have just gone up a notch I mean I De Bruyne I know he had a lot of assists last season but he faded in and out of games he's not doing that he's just it, I, we're relentless I just think we just hammer teams we just don't stop the passing is quick we move very quickly and they just probably don't know which way to turn half the opposition. Yeah, it's the pace, isn't it? All of a sudden, it was so frustrating last year. It would be like 50 passes just to get to the halfway line and it'd be like, yes, please all line up nicely for defenders and the banker for... And it just broke down. And now the ball just gets moved up so quickly and I think Sane, as you say, has made a real difference now. He's, what, the fastest ever player recorded in the Premier League, isn't he? He's phenomenal when he gets going on his little legs. So Sterling down the other side, we are just really nailing teams. Walker's made a huge difference. You mentioned his his assist on which that was the first goal I think against Stoke, wasn't it? Mm, yep. um, that's made the and we we're like a cross between sort of the Terminator and the, that night from Monty Python. You know, mm. you you break my Aguero's rib. We don't care anymore. You know, someone yeah. else will score. We, th- we're not reliant on just a single player anymore. I think last season, if if a team were able to nullify silver, for example, often it would be like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. And now it, if one of them is having an off day, you don't even notice because the rest of them are just so good that you can, you can manage to kind of carry someone. That's not really happened, mm. but I, I don't <coughs> think it's as vital as, as it was for us before to have one particular player playing well. Yeah. But then I think also, it, it, like last year, if we'd have been 3-0 up, and then it gone to three two. It would have gone all, and then Brava in goal. Everybody would be diving in, trying to st- stop stop shots and everything. But this time, it was like Mark Hughes said afterwards. I think that was the worst thing we, we did was to score against them because that's when <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne seemed to get angry and he just took them apart. And it is it's the speed. Okay, it's it's the it's the definitely the fullbacks. You just the speed, how quickly everything happens, and everything's more for a purpose rather than just passing it around just for the sake of passing it around. The, the one position that I, I don't think has had much press um, is kind of, we brought Mendy in, who those of us who saw him play against us at Monaco, you know, saw a fantastic talent. And when we bought him, that was just fantastic, knowing that we needed to replace our fullbacks. For them to have a long-term injury and, and for Pep to put Delfino in that position was genius. And, and I don't think he's put a foot wrong. I, I'm just so impressed with the with the job he's done. He, you know, he's hung around. He could have gone somewhere else. He's, he's he's bided his time, and I think he's slotted in brilliantly. I can't I can't think of him putting a foot wrong. And I, has that gone up? Because everybody's talking about these forward players, quite rightly, because they're the exciting ones to watch, and they're the ones with the assists and the goals. But Delfino has been absolutely awesome, hasn't he? Or am I am I overstating that? A, no, I think bit? you're right. He's done phenomenally well to uh, slot in there. No fuss. He's. He, Occasionally, he's got caught slightly out of position, but he'll only get better. Uh, you know, but that's because he's pushing up because he's been well, told. Agree. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get saying, caught as he gets used to playing fullback more and gets used to playing on a regular basis. He will only improve. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's one way that sort of sums up this from this season and last season. Last season, uh, Pep tried tried Navas at right back, mm. which was a disaster. This this year, I think he had one good one good half. I think yeah. didn't he? I think in his first game, we thought, oh, this this might work. I think yeah. it was uh, it, 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 it worked for right wing. Well, right, 30, it was thirty five minutes. It wasn't a whole half. But, but he's, he's, right. he's, he's tried Delphi. Obviously, since been tried Delphi at left back, and it's worked. Yeah, and it, it's, things are working, but at the moment. <laughs> In terms of the goals, then I mean, I've done. Suppose, I've, I've had to write them down because I couldn't remember them all. It was uh, pick of the goals. Was, was the Fernandinho shot was a bit special, wasn't it? That was a de- decent crack. You're trying to remember yeah, now. I'm trying you? to remember them. Yeah, seven. Got, it's should, a lot. Should, should I go through them for I've, you? Seen, it, you can, you can give me a one line on each one. Then who wants to dive in? So Gabriel Jesus got got two. You don't say anything if you don't want. Yeah. I can just read them out. And you Great can just look finishes. at me blankly if you like. It's entirely up to you. Well, the, the second one was one of the one of those wonder passes yep. from Kevin De Bruyne. But I thought I thought the one to Sane, Sane. it was even yeah. better. Right, so I'll that, that's the one on that me. seemed to thread yeah. its way between. Yeah, I'd okay. say that pass to Sane was just the Sterling. Superb. Sterling was that the De Bruyne reverse pass, wasn't it? Oh. To, that Sane then Stashing, crossed. Yeah, that was good. As well. That was a good one. We like that one. Silver. His ter- first touch wasn't great, but he kind of poked it in, didn't he? Yeah, lovely yeah. ball from uh, Sterling down. From Sterling, say, yeah. correct. The Fernandinho shot, and then the, the poke from Bernardo Silva as well, from a half-decent move as well. Yeah, well, we all like to open his account. Mm. <laughs> um, how's, uh, how's Aguero going to get back in to this team? Just throw that on the table as well. Any any thoughts? Do we, do we need him? He, what, you've got to get Eric Brooks' record before Gabriel gets it, hasn't he? Mm. He'll get his turn. There's plenty of games, aren't there? Plenty of games to come, and he's still a brilliant, brilliant finisher. I love watching him and our little Brazilian genius play together. I think once those two really click, it will just be delightful. Yeah, because they started off well together Mm. before the the injury, and he was playing them together. So I I think he'll... I mean, I say there's a lot of games coming up. He'll he'll be back. I just wonder after what happens in January, if he gets Sanchez, whether Aguero will be off. Yeah. So he needs to get the record before then. <laughs> he does. Well, you know, he'll get his chance in the Carabao Cup. Yeah. That's ridiculous. How ridiculous is well, it, it is. to it say does, that it's, it's that's does. the potential thing that's going to happen with Aguero? But I, I know, I think he'll he'll play in plenty of games. Like, you can see already, we've now got a lot, we've got an awful lot of games coming up. So yeah, and the I, goals are coming from everywhere now, aren't they? We're no longer just dependent on Aguero. Um, I think if you look at the goals per minute ratio, we've got some like four of the top seven Premier League players at the moment. Um, so there's no need to rush him back. I don't doubt he's still a bit sore, but for all the doomsday sayers, he'll be out for four weeks, no six weeks. Back in two, he's on the bench. Yeah, give him a chance. He'll he'll be back and firing him in before we know it. I'm sure. We look forward to it. Listen, been absolutely fantastic discussing two brilliant victories, one in the Premier League uh, and one in the Champions League. Huge thanks to my three guests, uh, to Lisa, to Tony and to Yogi. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. 
If you're a large organization involved in managing, purchasing, or making decisions on software licenses, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it, and whether you purchase the right number of software licenses to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM, and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.